0: And why not a transition from summer to autumn? Why not now? Why not October? Don't buy into the mythology that you can just keep putting it off for January, then keep putting it off for spring, then keep putting it off for summer. Like, at least be honest with yourself. If you don't have the bandwidth right now to take on a challenge of yourself, fantastic. How many times in my life, like a million times, that I'm in a season of my life where I do not have the bandwidth to push myself? If you're a new mama, right? If you're working nights, if you're struggling with trying to take a huge course load in college, if you are taking care of an aging parent, if you're going through a hard season with your relationship, like whatever it is to you. There are times where we don't really have the capacity to push. There are times just like in nature. Oh, what did I read the other day or see the other day that said, nothing in nature blooms year round. Sometimes you got to like go underground. You got to burrow in. You got to hibernate. And that's okay if this is a season for you. This doesn't have to be a season where you push yourself. But this can still be a season full of intentionality. And just you taking the time to ask yourself questions and kind of look at where your life is, maybe that's all it is. But that could be a whole lot more than you've ever done before, in which case, fantastic. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's Rach. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're all having a fantastic week. I am recording this episode right before I go out of town on vacation, so it is rainy and dreary and very gray, but I am leaving to go to a very sunny place where I'm going to lay out by a pool, so I'm going to be honest, I'm freaking great today. I'm really excited. Tomorrow is a little vacation that I'm taking to celebrate the fact that we wrapped up tour. We did it, you guys. We did it. I know so many of you are friends who came to tour because I got to talk to you and I heard about how much you dig the show and I got ideas from you for podcast episodes. I'm really excited to make good on a lot of the things that I talked about with you guys and like got some really good thoughts for upcoming episodes or experts, but I'm feeling so Content, I guess, is the word. I don't know another way to say it. That's sort of how I always feel when I wrap up a big project. My intention for myself in those experiences is I want to be able to finish it and know that I gave everything that I possibly could have. I want to finish, whether it's writing a book or doing an episode of the show or whatever. I just I like when I'm done and I'm like, okay, I gave my all. I, I get really disappointed in myself if I feel like I did not So when it comes to the tour, I'm really proud of what we did as a team. And I'm really proud of what I did as a human on stage. So I want to thank each and every one of you who came and hung out with us in all the different cities. And I want to thank all the different cities for being awesome because I think that was probably half our fun was just getting to go around the country and experience different coffees, different restaurants. I had some amazing food. Oh my gosh, I ate some amazing food on this tour. Um, So yeah, I'm feeling really content today and excited for the rest of the year because I've got (laughs) no rest for the weary. My next big thing is uh, the next book's due. So I need to finish that. And if my editor's listening to this, I promise I am writing feverishly and doing this show. So good things. And the holidays are about five seconds away. That's what happens every time October starts and then it's done. In I mean, I can't even believe we're basically at Halloween. So I love the holidays. I know a lot of you guys do too. I love the holidays. They're so, oh, they're my absolute favorite. So I'm really, I was thinking today as I was driving back from dropping the kids off at school, I was like, is it too soon to play holiday music? And then I was like, yeah, it is, calm down. Because I feel like if I start playing Christmas music now on October 24th, (laughs) I might be a little tired of it when it actually is Christmas time and that would be a bummer. But I'm excited and I thought that it could be a fun theme for today's conversation to talk about the season. More specifically, how can we best prepare ourselves to transition from one season to the next. If you live in a place where you don't have a lot of different weather, like if you're in Southern California or frankly, even Texas is really funny in Austin. It goes from 1 million degrees in summertime, then gloomy and rainy fall, but still hot then two seconds of actual autumn into 30 degrees for winter time, then you get about one week of spring, and then you're back into scorching summer. So if you live in a place where your seasons unconsciously go into the next season without realizing that the way that you're feeling or emotions that are bubbling up or maybe different, you know, you're getting a cold, you're getting a flu, you're not feeling like yourself, and you're trying to figure out what's going on, it's a change of season change of season affects each and every human being, no matter how that season change comes about. And it's worth talking about how we can be a little bit more conscious and a little bit more aware as we transition from one season to the next. It doesn't take a lot, but it actually can have really incredible results in your life. If you just slow down a bit, and pay attention to what your body's asking for. So I thought for today's conversation, I would just tell you some of the things that I do as I transition from summer to autumn, and even sort of autumn to winter time. This is supplements I take, uh, a changing up my routine, what I do for emotional, what I do for joy. Just like it's kind of across the board, but I thought maybe y'all would find it helpful as well. So if that sounds good to you, let's just jump in. Let's jump right into a seasonal check-in. The first thing I'd love to recommend to you is a seasonal check-in. I love a monthly check-in, but I think maybe not everybody is that hardcore. So at the very least, once a quarter, just checking in and seeing where you're at. And when we transition from one season to the next, I think that's a fantastic time to see how you're feeling. How are things going? On tour, we did a meditation and I have the audience take a scan of their body, like you close your eyes and you begin to breathe deeply. And then you just become aware, start at the top of your head and kind of scan your body. Imagine that you're like an old school printer with that light that kind of scans the paper. That's what I'd love for you to imagine doing with yourself. And that light's just kind of going down from the top of your head, past your forehead, past your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your throat chakra, down into your chest, your heart, your stomach. As you scan, just become aware. How is this part of your body? I find when I do this that I notice tension that I wasn't aware of. So I I hold a lot of tension in my jaw. I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. But if I don't consciously run through my body and ask it to relax and, okay, I need to roll my back out later because this is feeling a little tight. If I don't slow down and scan Myself and ask what's going on, then I'll just keep running through, and those parts that feel tense are only going to get worse. So it's a great practice to give yourself. And as you transition from one season to the next, that's an awesome time to just check in with your body. And not only in a scan, but check in with your body and ask if there are things that you need. I believe that our bodies always know the answer. Long before our minds can catch up to it. So, if you can slow down, you can have a conversation with yourself. You can do this in a journal where you just write questions, you write prompts, and then you answer them. It can be a really great way to figure out what's going on and what you need. I tend to find that my body craves a lot more starches as it starts to get cold. This is maybe everybody, not just me, but I start to crave rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, carrots. Like I want hearty things. I want stew. I want lentils. I want things like that. My body is just kind of craving those warm, heartier foods. And I listen to my body and I definitely change up what I'm eating based on what's going on seasonally. But then I have to make sure that I'm conscious of also taking in greens. It's really easy for me in summertime to get my greens in. Just I eat so much salad and fresh veggies. But when I transition to this time of year, if I'm not careful, I'll realize like, oh crap, I haven't had greens because I just haven't wanted lettuce. I haven't wanted cold greens. And so I have to be intentional about, you know, steamed broccoli, grilled broccolini, doing a sauteed spinach or adding fresh spinach to a soup or a stew. I was somewhere the other day where they did like, um, I got to figure out how to make this. It was so incredible. It was like kale, but kale that had been sauteed. Oh my word. It was so phenomenal. But just leaning into recipes that will give you your greens, but do it in a way that feels appropriate for the season is a really important thing right now. Just ask your body, hey, what do you need? Is it a supplement? Do I need to take in more fiber? I swear, this is a fantastic practice for working on growing your intuition. The greatest thing your intuition is going to be able to speak to you about is yourself. And just paying attention, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you ask, like, hey, what do you need right now? So a seasonal check-in with your body, a seasonal check-in with relationships in your life. How is everything going with your marriage? How's everything going with your relationship with your teenagers or your relationship with your toddler or your relationship with your family or your friends? Have you gotten so wrapped up in the chaos of summer and transitioning back to school that you really haven't seen your bestie in a while and you need to schedule a great dinner date or maybe y'all are gonna go to the theater or you're gonna have brunch? But we don't accidentally get the life, the relationships, the body, the spirituality, any of it. We don't accidentally get that stuff. It takes you being intentional about what you want to see. And if you've been in my community for a while, you know, you know, we every year for five years, we dedicated this time. We did a challenge. It was community wide every day for 90 days. We talked about it It was like a whole thing. And the reason that I care so much about this time of year is because most people get to this time of year and start focusing on January 1st as when they're going to care for themselves. They're like, well, when January comes, that's when I'll do my New Year's resolution and I'll start taking better care of my body and I'll be better with my morning routine. And it's a figment of our imagination, that will suddenly have this motivation and this wisdom and that will be this different person on January 1st than we are on October 24th. That's a myth. It's the same ideology as, oh, I'll start on Monday. No, if you really want to change your life and you really want to have a different experience, you make change today. You start in this moment right now. No matter what day of the week it is, no matter what time of the day you're listening to this, you can begin a new right now. In fact, every single moment of your life is a chance to start again. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet related mishaps come its way. The leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I told this story on stage. I'll share it with you because I just happen to have this, uh, this paper in front of me. But one of the stories I told on stage was how when I was little, I used to read these books called Choose Your Own Adventure. Do you guys remember Choose Your Own Adventure books? So I loved them. If you're not familiar, they were these books in the 80s that were always these outlandish adventures. It would be the Amazon adventure, the Bigfoot adventure, the Great White Shark adventure. And essentially, they were written for kids and it would start out and you would be like an explorer or you would be a hunter or you would be a, I don't know, mermaid or something. And the whole book would take you on an adventure That you got to guide. So you'd read the first chapter and you'd be, you know, chasing Bigfoot or something. And you'd get to the end of that chapter and it would say, okay, if you want to follow Bigfoot further into the forest to see if you can capture him, turn to page nine. And if you want to run away from Bigfoot and instead go build a fortress so that you can be safe if he ever comes to attack you, turn to page 22. The whole concept was that you were choosing your own adventure. And I read this because I love that every Choose Your Own Adventure book starts with the same message. So I'll read it for you guys. It says, beware and warning. This book is different than other books. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in this story. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. You must use all your numerous talents and much of your enormous intelligence. The wrong decision could end in disaster, even death. The 80s were really dramatic, guys. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice. Alter the path of your story and change its results. So I read this on every single tour stop because I wanted us to see the parody between this 80s children's book called Choose Your Own Adventure and your life. At any point, at any point, you can go back, make another decision, and alter your path. And why not A transition from summer to autumn. Why not now? Why not October? Don't buy into the mythology that you can just keep putting it off for January, then keep putting it off for spring, then keep putting it off for summer. Like, at least be honest with yourself. If you don't have the bandwidth right now to take on a challenge of yourself, fantastic. How many times in my life, like a million times, that I'm in a season of my life where I do not have the bandwidth to push myself. If you're a new mama, right? If you're working nights, if you're struggling with trying to take a huge course load in college, if you are taking care of an aging parent, if you're going through a hard season with your relationship, like whatever it is to you, there are times where we don't really have the capacity to push. There are times just like in nature. Oh, what did I read the other day or see the other day that said, nothing in nature blooms year round. Sometimes you got to like go underground. You got to burrow in. You got to hibernate. And that's okay if this is a season for you. This doesn't have to be a season where you push yourself, but this can still be a season full of intentionality. And just you taking the time to ask yourself questions and kind of look at where your life is. Maybe that's all it is, but that could be a whole lot more than you've ever done before, in which case, fantastic. So seasonal check-in. I love to do a seasonal check-in for experiences. Are there any experiences that you want to make sure you get to have this fall or get to have this winter? This is kind of a big one, but last winter for the very first time, I took my kids skiing. I really want to be a ski family. Have you guys seen the documentary Dear Rider? It's so good. If you love a documentary film or if you love skiing or snowboarding, you've got to watch it. It's incredible. But I watched it and I loved it so much. And I was like, I want to be a ski fam. And my boyfriend was like, okay. I mean, he obviously is European. He grew up skiing. So he's like, if you want to be a ski fam, you actually have have to take them skiing. They have to do lessons. They have to learn. And in fact, the younger we can get these kids on skis, the better because they'll be less fearful. So for the first time last winter, I took my kids skiing and we'll go skiing again this year. But taking a whole family skiing is a lot. Not only is it a lot financially, it's a lot planning wise. You got to do it when the kids are out of school. I never knew this before, but to ski or snowboard, you've got to have 10 million pieces of equipment, like it's so much to figure out. So if I want to do that with the kids, that's something I need to be planning right now. In fact, we actually started planning our ski trips months ago because travel's so crazy now and it's hard to find flights and everything's so expensive. So if you want to have an experience, you need to figure it out in advance. That really allows you to have the freedom to dream about it for a while before you lock it in, which I think just adds to the overall experience. I'm looking at experiences for 2023. Right now, I'm planning 2023 trips, vacations, because 2023 is my 40th birthday year. And just so we're clear, your girl is not having just a 40th birthday party. I am having a year. I am doing the year of 40. I am leaping into my 40s with my arms wide open, like a Creed song, with my heart open, like, let's do all the things. And so I thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I planned some cool trips? And then I just said to all my close friends who I love, like, okay, here are the trips I'm taking in 2023 to celebrate my 40th birthday. If you want to get in on this stuff, this is what we're doing. But that kind of experience takes. Planning way in advance. It doesn't have to be a ski trip or like you climbing a mountain or whatever. But if you want to do something in the autumn season or frankly, even in the winter season, plan it now. That way you can do your research, you can figure it out. It will be less expensive if you plan it in advance. Maybe it's like, oh, I really want to make sure that this year we go, we're going to do a live. Or we're going to do a, what do you call it? Um, A live tree? A fresh tree? Like if you're going to get a Christmas tree and you want to do one that like you go out and you cut down, right? Instead of having a faux tree. I don't know. You do you. But maybe this is a year that you want to do that and you always wait until it's too late and then you can't figure it out and then you just end up doing the same stuff over and over. This is true for most of our lives that we have these visions for what we could do for ourselves or our family, but then we don't plan it enough in advance and we feel frustrated, it's too late, it's too chaotic, and we just go. The more intentional you can be with planning out your seasons, the better the season's going to go. The last thing I thought a seasonal check-in I love for this time of year is your closet. Let's just be real, my friend's I feel like if you're listening to this show, it doesn't matter how you identify gender wise, I feel like we're all in agreement that we want to look cute, okay? And not any particular person's version of cute, but your individual version of cute. Maybe that's jeans and a t-shirt and some sneakers. Maybe that's like full on glam squad, whole outfit, all the makeup, all the hair, love it. Maybe it's Adidas tracksuit with your favorite combat boots. I don't know. Someone just imagined that outfit and started laughing. But I bet there are people who could make that look so hot. My point is that I feel like we are a community of people who understand that what we wear every day does two things. First, it is the easiest form of expression of your creativity and yourself that you have. Let me say it again. What you wear is the easiest way that you have access to, to be yourself. When you put on an outfit, doesn't matter what it is, when you put on an outfit, you are first signaling to yourself, this is who I am. You are second signaling to the rest of the world, this is who I am. So like right now, I didn't do a video for this one because it's so gloomy today. I knew the shot would be terrible. I am wearing essentially a black sweatsuit, which is what I wore to drop my kids off at school. But you know, it's still a look. So it's a black sweatsuit, but my sweatshirt is a vintage sweatshirt with like a giant lion face on that I found in a vintage shop. And then I have like these big wool socks that I got at this really cool store in where in Pittsburgh years ago on a book tour. Super sick, like wool socks somehow completes the look. And then I wore it with slides. I look on one, I'm comfy, I'm cozy, but it's still my style. When I dropped the kids off and then I had to run into the HEB on the way back because I had to grab stuff for dinner, it was a look. And I don't. Tend to, unless I'm, I don't even, even for bedtime, really, like I'm trying to reestablish who I am. It's the easiest way that you have to express yourself is the clothes that you put on your body. So that's the first thing it does. The second thing is it's your chance to be creative, it's your chance to practice confidence with what you think is creative. This time of year is a fantastic time to do a check in with your closet to see where we're at what do we need to get rid of i keep a i think i've told you guys this before i keep a big bag in the corner of my closet and i am constantly filling that up for clothes to donate because i even if i end up with a small amount of stuff in my closet i just don't want things in my closet that i do not wear your stuff i mean we're talking about closet but you could do a seasonal check in with your house your stuff holds energetic weight in your life. I can't remember if I told you guys this story, but recently I sold this designer bag that I bought. So several years ago, I had bought this designer bag. It was one of those days, I don't know if you've ever, I was, it was like in the midst of probably like 2019, the books were just on fire. Like everything was going so great in terms of success and finances. And to be totally honest, everything was going so great, success and finances. But also I was running myself ragged with how much I was working. And so it was one of those times where I was like, I'm just going to treat myself. I mean, I could do a whole podcast on the things that we do to try and numb or distract ourselves from what's really going on. And in this moment, shopping was my thing. So the place that I got my hair done was right by this resale bag shop. I actually love this store. It's a place in LA and maybe other cities, I don't know, called Rebag, not an ad. But Rebag, you can go buy designer bags that someone else already owned And so you get them for like way less than they would be. Plus, you can trade them back in and then they give you like the value of the bag. Or I don't remember how it works. I was in LA. I was getting my hair done. And on a whim, I went into this place. I was just like, I'm going to treat myself because God forbid I should. I didn't know enough about self-care yet. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I go buy this bag because I wanted like a messenger bag for my laptop. And in the room, in the store, I was pretty sure that this thing wasn't gonna work because it seemed too small, but I wanted it so bad. It was so cute. So I splurged, I indulged, I bought this bag. Unfortunately, per my intuition, it actually wasn't big enough to properly hold my laptop and be this work bag I thought it was gonna be. So I never used it. And every, I swear to you, every day when I would go in my closet from 2019 to 2022 every day I saw that bag I would get hit with a with guilt every time I would be like this is so wasteful you spent all this money I can't believe you bought this bag what are you doing why and so then the way that I would try and combat this feeling of guilt was to okay I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna carry this bag I'm gonna use it. but every time I tried to carry it it didn't work. It did not hold my laptop correctly. It Stuff would fall out of it. It was just so stupid, you guys. So I just was in this weird limbo with this dumb purse. And recently I was like, oh, wait, this store, Rebag, they'll buy the bag back. Like I forgot that I they would buy the bag back. So I look on their website. Sure enough, you like take a bunch of pictures. And guess what? I had never really used this bag. So it was in perfect condition. I was able to sell it back to the store, got a great amount of money for it. And the joy, I kid you not, this was months ago, the joy that I get when I go into my closet and there's an empty space where that bag used to sit on my shelf, I feel like I did the right thing and I made the right choice. But also the stuff that we accumulate holds energetic vibration for us. whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend. TravelTexas.com slash get your own. The pieces that you love, that you wear all the time, your favorite sofa, your favorite chair, where you do your morning meditation, your coffee mug, those things, when we see them, when we interact with them, it's a positive vibe but the stuff that you bought the jeans that you bought that you spent way too much money on or the things that my girlfriend and I always call them like those are mannequin clothes where the outfit looks really good on the mannequin so you feel like you should buy it and then you it never looks good on you never fits appropriately but you're already you're like I'm pot committed you know like I already bought this thing it's already here I got to make it work It's funny how much stuff we keep in our closet, but then only wear 10% of it. Now, imagine if you went through and actually made space. One of my favorite quotes of Oprah's is years ago on her show. She said, you can't receive anything if your hands are full. And I think about that with clothes, shoes, stuff in our homes, in our apartments. Your hands are full, and so you can't receive anything. But the intentionality of, of getting rid of things and putting them to good use, either selling them or giving them to a charity or giving them to someone who's gonna love them better if you got someone in your life who wears the same size as you, trade with each other. But when we make space and we know what we want, like what we really want, going through your closet making space is such a great time. This is actually gonna be another one of my points, but I'll just weave it in right now, is when you're transitioning from one season to the next, I think cleaning out your closet, making space, and then identifying a few key pieces that you would love to add this season is such a move. And since we're transitioning into a gloomy season, consider pieces that are happy. Meaning, consider something that's a bright pop of color, like a great sweater. I, I just wrote about this in my Sunday email, which y'all, if you listen to the show and you do not get my Sunday email, something's wrong. So every single Sunday I write an email about life, about what I'm loving. In this instance, last Sunday, I did things that I am loving for fall and I, it was literally products. So it's not – I don't sell anything. I don't get affiliate links. It's not an ad. It's literally just stuff that I'm loving and I think you'll love too. So it was like my favorite coffee, my favorite coffee tumbler. And one of the items on my list was Farm Rio sweaters. Do you guys know Farm Rio? So cute. Look them up. Colorful, bright. It's a company. Of artisans out of Brazil. Every single time you make a purchase, they plant a tree in the Amazon. Their stuff is so cute, but I feel like they have cornered the market on adorable, bright, funky, fun sweaters. Cleaning out your closet, thinking, okay, could I add like a really great pop of color in a scarf? Maybe I'm gonna add a great pop of color in a sweater. Maybe it's a beanie. I don't know. But I love the idea of practicing that intentionality. And I forgot to say, if you want to sign up for the email and you haven't yet, just go to show notes. There's a link. You just hit that link, put your email in there, and then you'll get our Sunday emails, which are so fun. I say our because someone on my team designs them and makes them look really pretty, but I'm the one who writes them. All right. Seasonal check-in. Adding a great new piece, great scarf, great sweater, cozy socks. Maybe it's like a matching, you know, tracksuit, matching sweatsuit because you're going to go, you're going to travel this winter and you want to travel in style and comfort. Whatever it is, I think it's just a fun time to go through the closet and make space for whatever's coming that's new. All right, next item to help you transition into the autumn is new recipes. So definitely we change up our cooking style over here at my house when we go from one season to another. I assume that most of us do this. Any of us who cook regularly, I assume that you are also changing up your recipes with the season. But whether you do or don't, it's still a great time to do some research and pull in some new recipes so you're not eating the same stuff over and over and over forever and ever. It's so fun to learn new recipes that are aligned with what you want to be doing nutritionally or aligned with your taste buds and what your kids will eat or what your partner loves. But it's something new. We get really stuck in our ways when it comes to food. And it's so much easier to stay nutritionally aligned when the food's delicious, when you're not bored with it. And they're great seasonal ingredients. If you're not familiar with what's seasonal in your area, Google it. But you'll find stuff that you can grab at the local farmers market or in your grocery store in the locally grown section. So it's really fresh, it's really yummy, and it's in line with the season. That being said, can I give you guys my favorite piece of advice for new recipes. I'm realizing right now I'm talking about a lot of brands in this episode. This is not sponsored. So please know if I'm ever doing an ad, in fact, the only kind of ads I do are in podcasts, and you guys know those are ads because I'm reading them and it's like music in the background. If I'm ever talking to you about a brand, it is because I love it, not because someone's paying me for it. And this one is stick this flag in the ground if you have not yet used the New York Times cooking app, look, I did loads of research. I tried so many I tried Pinterest, I tried all recipes, I tried so many different apps to find one that the recipes were consistently great and nobody beats New York Times cooking app. I think there's a version that's free. I think, I could be lying to you, but I know that I pay for the version I use and um, it's maybe like $15 a month. I cannot recommend this enough. Here's why. Number one, fantastic direction, easy to use app. Number three, reviews, which I think is so important. Here's my small gripe. Pinterest used to be the place that I found all of my recipes on back in the day. But now, number one, there's so many ads on Pinterest, it's hard to know if a recipe is actually good or if it's an ad. Number two, they took away the stars. You remember how they used to be like, oh, this was pinned 10 bajillion times. And that's how you knew it was a really bomb recipe. They don't have that anymore. So I can't tell what's good and what's just like a really pretty picture. And I got so sick of making recipes that would turn out badly. Who has time for that? If I'm gonna take the time to make a new recipe and do it from scratch, y'all, it better be delicious. The things that I have made off New York Times cooking app. I mean, I wish that I could link out, honestly, maybe I will in this episode. I'll be like, here are my top five. There's some fish tacos on there. They're not breaded. They have like a coleslaw cabbage situation happening on top. There is a lasagna. Omg, Boo started making this lasagna for us as a family last winter. It takes basically all day. I actually did not know it was possible to have a homemade lasagna that was as good. Like you literally make meatballs from scratch. And then later just use those meatballs to break them up, to put them in. It's so intense and it my mouth's watering right now talking to you. This lasagna, oh my, it can't. And um, All the teenagers around here know about the lasagna. They'll be like, oh, is he making lasagna? Like, it's a thing. Lasagna, fish tacos. There's a salmon on there that's like a honey mustard deliciousness that you bake. I'm gonna stop. The point is, whatever it is you're trying to make, You find it there, beautiful photos, and it's rated. So if I'm debating a recipe, I'll be like, well, this lasagna has 10,000 five-star reviews, so that's what I'm gonna go with. I mean, not an ad, but it should be, because I feel like that was the greatest. If anyone works for the New York Times cooking app, you're welcome. Find some new recipes to help you transition with the season, and I feel like this is such a good time to be incorporating things that you know are really good for you into soups, stews, dolls, into slow roasted, like pull in those greens, pull in those nutrients, those root vegetables, those herbs, like, oh, it's just such a good time for cooking. Tis the season to cook. Let's mix it up. I was talking to this woman the other day who was telling me that She's like, oh, I was going to go to a cooking class, but then the cooking class got canceled and I'm not really a cook and I'm so bummed because I was really excited to to cook something. And I was like, well, you could could just cook. You don't have to do a class. You don't have to. You could just experiment. She's like, yeah, but I'm single. I'm like, so? If you want to cook, cook. I know a lot of people who hate cooking. They don't really have any love in that process, that's fine. Get takeout. Who cares? Get pre-made stuff. Go easy. But if you want to try and cook, you don't need other people. It's like I got so many, so much feedback from people about, I had posted this Instagram post about going to a concert by myself. And I never read comments, so I don't really know what anybody thought of it on Instagram. But at the tour, so many people came up to me and were like, "Hey, thank you for posting that." Cuz I was basically saying like when I was younger, I was so afraid to do things alone, but now I'll do anything alone. And I realize I've missed out on so many cool experiences that I wanted because I thought, well, I don't want to go to a concert alone, or I don't want to go to the movies alone or dinner alone, or I don't want to train for a half marathon by myself. And so I just missed out doing things because I didn't have a buddy. And what a bummer. And who knows? Maybe I would have met my buddy doing the thing. So whether it's cooking or running or traveling, like if you want to do it, do it. And this is a great season to be intentional about figuring out what that thing is. national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary, discounts not available in all states and situations. The next thing I'd love to suggest to you for this season transition is to consider adding a new way of moving your body for exercise. I discovered hot yoga in the wintertime, like in the fall, when it was chilly outside. And the idea of going into a heated yoga studio, while very daunting in the beginning, ended up being like just such a yummy... I would crave it because it'd be freezing outside and then I knew that I'd be going into this super warm space and I'd be really hot and I'd get all the toxins out of my body and I'd feel really stretched and I love hot yoga now. I'm actually going to go later this afternoon, but I don't really love hot yoga as much during the summer. Like when it is 110 in Austin, it's very hard for me to want to go to hot yoga. But now that it's getting chillier, I'm back again So obviously it doesn't have to be the same thing I do. Maybe this is a great time that you transition into an indoor studio. Maybe it's cycling or orange theory or doing one of those like treadmill classes where everyone runs together. Maybe this is a great time for you to try those things where they do them in like a garage and like everyone's doing the same workout. What's that called? Oh, bloody. Um, What is it called? It's called, I'm going to CrossFit. That's what it's called. (laughs) This is a great time to try a new movement for your body because I think we're so much more likely to keep up with the movement we need to be doing every day, every day, every day, every day. Cannot recommend it enough, especially as we start to get less and less sunshine. It is so freaking important that you are moving your body every day. It's gonna help with seasonal depression. It's gonna lower the stress hormones inside of you as the holidays start to get out of control. So please consider finding a new movement to add, trying some new stuff out and seeing how you feel. The next item on my, I'm not saying numbers anymore because I don't even know how many I've given you, but the next item on my list for transitioning is to think about, Supplements and what you're taking in during this particular season. So, as always, I am just a chick that you know on the internet. Whenever you're adding something to your body, please talk to your doctor or your nutritionist because you're going to know stuff about your system I don't know. One thing that I think is really important this time of year is vitamin D. And I really want to make a joke for those of you who get the joke, but I'm not going to. Uh, no, the actual vitamin D, this the supplement, the vitamin is really important. So I've learned more as I've gone on this journey with my hormones that vitamin D is super important for women hormonally anyway, but especially as we get less and less access to sunshine, I always think the best way to get your vitamin D in is by being outside and getting sun, But if you can't access that, make sure that you're taking it in supplement form. That's really going to help with overall health. The second thing I want to make sure you guys know about is a brand called Wellness Formula. Wellness Formula is, I literally looked this up again, not an ad. It's from Source Naturals. I get it at Whole Foods, but you could also get it on Amazon. You guys this is magical. I got I get everyone I know hooked on this. My kids love it. If you start to feel even kind of run down, tired, like you're getting in that state where you're like, uh-oh, I bet my immune system's not okay right now. You just whack in some wellness formula. It is phenomenal. When I'm traveling a lot, like on tour, I took wellness formula four times a day it is so clutch. It's like vitamin C. It's really garlicky, just so you know. I highly recommend that you get the capsules instead of the tablets because the tablets, you can taste the garlic when you go to take them and it's intense. But either way, girl, boy, friend, This is the jam. Like, I was driving my teenager to school today, and he's like, Hey, can you tell dad to get well in this formula? Because I don't think he knows about it. We don't have it at his house. And like, I just want it in both places. I'm like, Yes, I got you. So, highly recommend that one as immunity support. This is the time of year where you want to double down on immunity support. That looks like your vitamin C, your echinacea, your edelberry, your ginger uh that i start taking in a lot of ginger this time of year either if i'm at a juice bar or a smoothie place i'll do like a wellness shot but i also like i'm i have it right now in a cup in front of me i will get fresh ginger i just have it around all season long right now i'll peel it and then cut it into pieces put it in some boiling water let it steep for about 5 minutes and then you've got a great ginger tea so good for your tummy like if you've got any indigestion, so good for your immune system and really good to support hormone health. So around my period, I always um, take in quite a lot of ginger, fresh ginger as well. Just want to make sure that you're doing extra to support your immune system in the season. And then a couple other things that are not to take in but will help your immune system. Please make sure you're getting enough sleep. Please make sure you're washing your hands. I feel like that's one that we all really learned to do well during pandemic, but I think several of us have gotten out of the practice of it because it's not so impending, but in this season, remember that you're not trying to just stay well from COVID. You're trying to stay well from cold and flu and sinus infections and getting run down and getting depleted. So getting sleep, washing your hands, making sure that you're taking enough water and then getting those supplements in that will support your overall health. Okay, the last thing I'd love to remind you of as you transition into a colder season, and it seems maybe a little silly, but in getting to meet so many of you on tour, I'm like, oh, y'all are my vibe. Like I have been asking the universe for this. I'm like, just like bring people into this community to people who listen to the podcast who are into the things I'm into. I was really worried years ago to kind of reveal how much of a hippie I am and how much I lean into this stuff and how much I believe in manifesting and nature and universe and all of it. I'm so much more in touch now with crystals and supplements and herbs and Palo Santo and all of it. And I was afraid on some level to talk about that because I was like, people are going to think I'm so weird. But then when I was meeting all of you at the meet and greets at tour, I was like, oh no, these are my girls. Like these are my guys. These people are here for it. They're also doing ginger shots. They're also wanting to make sure that they are meditating every morning. Like y'all are here. And if you're not here, you're at least seeking, you're curious, you're open and you want ideas. And so this maybe seems silly, but I really do think it adds something to this season transition and that is fire. I I didn't look up. I should have looked up like energetically or spiritually what a fire represents. I mean just off the top of my head like warmth and glow and there's energy in it. There's it lights up a dark space, it warms up a cold room. So I think as much as you can in this season, incorporating candles, incorporating, if you have an actual fireplace in your house, that's so cool. I have this little portable heater. I've had it for years. I used to take it with me to the office. I have it in my office now. It's just a portable heater, and I bet you could find it on Amazon. It looks like a little fire it's not a fire, but it looks like a fire. And there's something about turning that on. Like you can even have the fire thing on without the heat. There's something about that. I don't know. It just makes me feel calm and safe and good. Before I start my work, I light a candle in the room. I have candles all over the house. There's just something about it because lighting a fire It takes intentionality. It's the same reason I like Palo Santo and clearing a space with smoke because you actually have to slow down and do that. And the act of slowing down and doing that just, it makes me present where my feet are. And there's something oh so great about that in a season where it's getting cold, where It's still dark when I drop the kids off at school. Just to do things that bring light and warmth into your space, it's such an easy thing. And it really does make a difference. So, yeah, guys, I hope you dug this episode. I hope you'll sign up for our email. You can get that link in the show notes. You get the email from me every Sunday. And if you dug this episode, if you're digging being part of this community, I hope you'll consider sharing it with a friend, someone you love, your partner, or posting it on social, letting people know that this work is here and that everybody is welcome to join in to the conversation. I will be back soon with another episode. And until then, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you.